Hello everybody, welcome back to episode 60 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. We're bringing you this episode on November 8th, 2021. I am your host, Lee Paddock, and my co-host, Sterling Hammer. And as always, when we talk about these movies, uh, spoiler alert, so let's just talk about this week's film. Uh, so, this week, I kind of just went with a, uh, really random choice. Uh, was this the week you were going to show me, everyone just a little, he was going to show me Dune, but we recently saw Dune and I don't want to be spoiled for it. Yeah, he doesn't so want to spoil for the second movie half. Until the second half of the movie comes out. Or until this, you read the was book. Was this the replacement movie for that? Yeah. Okay, because I couldn't remember if we had already watched the replacement movie or if this was the movie. Because I remember you were just going like you were just sitting there and you're like, "I got it," and you thought of it. You pulled this out of your magical dome because I had just bought it on Blu-ray. Oh my goodness! Pretty much, yeah. That's why it was in your mind. Otherwise, I don't think you would have ever thought of this movie to show me. Probably not. So yeah, this is completely random. All right, I'll let you introduce it. <laughs> uh, yeah, just. Say it right now, the movie I chose for this week was Dark Man from 1990. Yeah, uh, it's over 30 years old at this point. Mm, Pretty crazy. Like it <laughs> it kind of does. Very dated. But I think some of that is kind of charming. It kind of has a little bit of a charm to it, and we'll get into that. Yeah, guys, we're going to get into that. Well, yeah, we... Sterling has some opinions on this movie. Yes. Some defenses for some of my past movies. But okay, let's <laughs> let Lee go. All right. Well, I guess uh, this is probably a pretty obscure movie to uh, most of our audience, I would say. Mm-hmm. I would be very surprised if anybody who actually listens to this podcast has ever heard of this movie. Uh, let us know in the comments if you have, because we would like to block you. No, I wouldn't. (laughs) I mean, yeah. This movie has a little bit of a following, I guess. And I would consider myself part of that. Um, But as uh, as we go into it, uh, I I also kind of have some mixed feelings about this film. Uh, So I guess, yeah, let's kind of go into it a little bit. So, Dark Man tells the story of a uh, scientist uh, named Peyton Westlake, who is, uh, <laughs> so Sterling's already rolling his eyes, because that name is pretty ridiculous. I forgot his name, I'm just like, can I be a superhero? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Peyton Westlake. I wonder what's going to happen to him. <laughs> <laughs> Gain powers bullshit. He's a yeah, he's a scientist who's working on this uh, experimental like like skin graft technology. It has, like, nothing to do with his powers. Like, I just don't. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it kind of does, but like what he gains from the incident, you got to get into it, but yeah, so he's developing like this uh, experimental like skin graft technology where basically he creates like like holographic like skin, like three D printed, three D printed before three D printing. Yeah, exactly. So it's a little ahead of its time. I wonder if they had like the idea of three D printing back then. I think they, they just might didn't have. have the technology for realsies like we do now. Right. So yeah, it's just kind of a science like a w- fiction idea. Yeah. Um, and uh, the whole thing uh, with that is that uh, the skin that is printed out can only survive in light for like a few seconds, but then. Uh, one day, after uh, a little tussle with his uh, girlfriend, uh, he somehow gets pos- uh, gets this memorandum that his uh, his girlfriend had found uh, while she's working for this kind of shady, like businessman, real philanthropist, estate real estate guy. Um, and I don't even know how he gets, like, how he, like, it gets into his possession. I think she finds it and she just accidentally left it with him. Right, yeah. And so, 
this uh, real estate mogul sends his fucking goons after the memorandum, and the goons just fucking just trash his lab and fucking just kill his, they kill his assistant. In a horrific way, yeah. And but then his reaction, oh, I like no, <laughs> no. It's like okay, okay. Like you gave a shit. You never mentioned him again. He does a little bit. Nope. Yeah, it's true. He killed my Akito. Yeah, Akito. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then they proceed to fucking like torture him by. Like throwing him into a vat of acid, yeah, electrocuting him. Electro- and yeah, and he his gets his hands like hands like burn off. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty cool. My hug. It's a pretty cool scene, um, because it's some sc- cool like old school stop motion. He's gonna have a real hard time making a title this week. Actually, I won't. <laughs> There's so many quotes in this. <laughs> There's some amazing movie. quotes, so be quiet. <laughs> um. And then they uh, they blow up his lab, and uh, right as his girlfriend is about to uh, whether uh, say whether or not she wants to marry him or not, because he proposes to her. Um, and it's hilarious. Like she doesn't see him fly into the air. He, he screams the whole way. Up. I, that's ah! the, that is funny. You would see a person <laughs> blow out of the. And roof. she's standing right in front yeah, of the building as it explodes. See, she would fall down at least, and then like fall down and look up, and she would see a body flinging into the fucking air, and then go. Yeah, and he's <laughs> thrown into the fucking like river, <laughs> and somehow he's found by these. Uh, by this, uh, yeah, by somebody, and he's taken to like this facility where they're doing like experimental or, like, uh, burn, burn treatment. Yeah, where they just put him on this wheel that and they spins. Just, their experimental <laughs> treatment is just to sever your nerves. Yeah, you can't feel pain while they anymore. do things to you, trying to fix your skin. Because people with burns, like severe burns, especially burns he would have had, he'd be dead already. But if like you yeah. did somehow live with his amount of burns, you would just die from the trauma from the pain. Exactly. Because they have to like wash the dead skin off. Ugh. It's horrible. Most people don't live that shit. But yeah, they just, they cut his nerve endings. Yeah. And, they, and then they just like stab him and yeah, shit. Yeah, the fucking doctor's just like, yeah, this is, here, let me show you. I stab him with a scalpel. Yeah, you're like, what? <laughs> These are doctors? Because they just think he's homeless. It's so funny. Yeah, it's, they no don't in, care. No investigation of why did this homeless man showed up completely burned. Why did we find him in the river, like, near this horrible accident? Hmm. Hmm. And then he gets his revenge. He breaks out. But, yeah, he breaks out of the facility, of course, because they say... And they, they also don't say, ever try to look for him. They also say that, like, his emotions are more heightened now. So yeah. Because, yeah, they sever the nerves so your body can't feel anything, so everything else gets heightened. Yeah, they have to, like, the... Your body... Yeah, com- your brain they have compensates. They to compensate, yeah. To try to feel. Right. And so, like, now he's more angry. Yeah, that's his superpower. He's like the He Hulk. can't feel, <laughs> and he's just really angry. And for some reason, it makes him stronger. He doesn't gain any muscles. His muscles should be all burned and withered away. He's basically a zombie. Yeah. And how does he... But yet, he can just ragdoll these thugs now, who just beat the shit out of him when he's a nerdy, nerd, nerd guy. But because his, like, muscles are all burned away, turned to ash, he's strong. I don't know. Maybe if they had said that he was undead, and he's like kind of a Jason type of character. Yeah, from but they like made Friday it seem like he lived the whole thing. I know. Which is trying to be saying. like more brutal. It's kind of flawed. It's not like the crow where they say he's dead. Yeah. So now he's got like supernatural powers. Kind or of. what's that other one? The one where he goes to hell? Spawn? Spawn, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, it should, it, it kind of would make more sense if it was like that. Um, but no, he's like he's still technically alive. Yeah, it's so weird. So he puts his But I can kind of suspend my disbelief. Of course, of course, but no. <laughs> Cuz you were just hating this movie it's just immediately. None of it, it was just so it's cuz I love these actors. It's two Oscar-winning amazing actors. Barely showing up. Right. Except for Liam Neeson showing up, but he's doing like this weird... I like... Okay. It's like he heard about comic books, but never read one. 
Well, Darkman, let's just say it's not actually. I based know, off but it's kind of like trying book. to be like that. Yes. Um, and it's like someone told him what comic books are, or he read one from the 1940s. And was like, <laughs> this is what comic books are. Well, Just scream loud and going. The other thing is um, the director of this film, the writer, one of the co-writer directors of this film, Sam Raimi, uh, was also influenced by the old universal horror movies. Like Phantom of the Opera and yes, Frankenstein. I can see that. But it's like... Dracula. In, even in that era, 90s, the modern era of the 90s, it didn't fit, I don't think. I kind of, Well, I Audiences, like that sort of thing. And I like Liam Neeson's kind of hammy acting. Oh, I hate it. Because I just know the Liam Neeson of nowadays. You know, as Taken Man. Taken, or even Schindler's List. It's all serious. You've never seen Schindler's List. I know, but This it's was still three serious. years before Schindler's List. And let's say, let's also, let's also say this was not Liam Neeson's first film. Oh, I didn't think it was. His first film was Excalibur. Yeah, I didn't think either Jeez. of them were this, their first films. They weren't so bad. It's like, oh, these are just novice actors. Like, No, it was like great actors not caring. Like, she didn't give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Um, Frances McDormand uh, described her character in interviews as <laughs> the first bimbo she's ever played. Jesus, I like. I wouldn't go that far. But, yeah, like, I didn't think she was a bimbo. She wasn't like a total like oh, big titties and like asses hanging but out. But I guess she probably meant like, oh, she's the damsel in distress. And- I guess, but can't you say that? I call her bimbo. Even in the nineties, I feel really like the interview would have been like, "Ooh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know." But uh, it seems almost like the the, the bad guys in this movie in this cared movie. more about the movie than the actual like yeah. good people. Yeah, Robert Durant. Like they actually tried. Yeah, Larry Drake as a uh, Robert Durant, the main gangster villain. He got off on being that. He got off. And I love how he just never found out that one guy that he liked for being gay or whatever, like, had a crush on, was dead. Yeah, well, I wish it would have been revealed. So he'd be like, like, oh! He would be be pissed off even more. Yeah. There'd be more. Yeah. Like, dump his smushed head body at, like, his apartment or some shit. There are some flaws with this movie. This movie could have done a lot more... And that was, like, the only guy he really got, like, horrific torture or death on. But I get it is because that guy was, like, the one who initially, like, fully dunked him in. And he killed his assistant. Yeah, but everyone else he just kind of fucking gets killed or kills. Well, he he sets up a couple of them. Yeah, but they don't die horrible deaths. Like, okay, you get thrown out of a building dead. Um, The one guy he just jumps on and, like, kills. Which one? The Mexican dude. No wait, no. Remember he uh he puts him in like the the double masks. He puts the mask of the Oh the yeah, one so he gets him, him to shot but like still just And then he puts the death. mask of himself on him. Yeah, so it looks like no matter what. But still, it's just he dies instantly. The only guy who, he beats the shit out of that one dude and it's like holding him and he's like, "No, please no." <laughs> and then he's just like, "Oh." oh, oh and then what ends up running him over? A fire truck? Wait. What it, ends up running him over was a oh, fire when he, truck. When he uh, put that guy's head through the sewer grate. Right, yeah, okay. It's like the fire truck would have stopped. It wasn't a fire truck. It was looked like a semi truck. It looked like a fire truck. It looked like a semi truck. Fire truck. Semi truck. Fire truck. Semi truck. Fire truck. Semi truck. Semi truck. Semi truck. Everyone likes fire trucks more. Okay, fine. It's a fire truck. It was a semi truck. Fire. Semi truck. Everyone, we'll find this out during the week, and we'll let you know in the podcast next week's podcast what we the. Won't. Yes, we will. I will remember ex- right when this podcast ends. We're gonna. I'm gonna look it up. Or Lee will have to do it when he goes home and watches the movie again. <laughs> For like a second, he just has to go to that scene and get us the evidence. But Lee might lie, everybody. So let's try to let's let's all keep in our heart that Lee won't lie to us. No. Yeah, you guys can trust me. Oh my goodness! Just gonna chop our fingers off and collect them, like the villain in this movie. Yeah, that That's... guy is probably the only good part of the movie. Really? He's entertaining. He was. I liked him. I like 
And he's just Robert the over Durant. top bad guy. Like the leg fingers. Like it's like okay. <laughs> and he, yeah, he does the <laughs> I like when um Liam Neeson disguises himself as him. Yeah. I like his like it's him playing the disguise. He just lights his hand on fire. You <laughs> you will provide the revenues to us by the time I finish this cigar. And he cuts it real short, <laughs> so it's only gonna be a few puffs. <laughs> And then I like when he uh, he robs the the convenience store. But they don't explain either why he can just mimic people's voices. No. Like, he can't do it the first time, and he realizes, like, oh, that's a mistake. I need to learn that. And he just, uh, he just automatically assumes, like, their body shape and everything. Yeah, he just, like, kind of looks in the mirror and goes, like, <clears throat> and then he just sounds like the person. And looks exactly like them. And it's like, your vocal cords would be dust. Everything would be. would be destroyed. He would have inhaled the fire and dead. Well, remember, like, when he first, like, gets out and it's all raining and he's like, uh, he runs up to uh, Francis McDormand. She's like a, he's like a horrible zombie <laughs> swamp monster. <laughs> yeah, he's not talking then. Yeah. It's just, but I, then he somehow is able to talk again. Yeah, and then just perfectly talk. And then also, like, it would have been kind of cooler if he couldn't talk. Yeah, he was more of a mon. Yeah, this is like an actual monster, which I think is what they were going for. And like he just did the whole si- like when he took over things, he just became silent. So it'd be even weirder for the people around them. Like, yeah, because you would never think it's like a second skin. You're just like thinking like oh, he's being really weird right now. So it'd freak you out more. And then all of a sudden, he's like hand zombie hand reaches through the skin and just like grabs you. Like, oh! it would be more like a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I could see this cool. movie being remade today and being better. Honestly. Me too. Be rated R. This was rated R. Okay, but keep it rated R rating today, and I think you could do this movie much better. I mean, you admit, you just said it too, but I but think this could do for a pretty. It could good be taken yeah, a little more remake. serious. That, and I think it could probably utilize the premise more. I th- yeah, I just think it's such a brutal thing that happens to him, and then you're just giving this campy feeling to it, and he's this horrible, like, brutal, grotesque monster, and he's just like hug, 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 and it's just like no, this <laughs> too <laughs> chuckle huckle for this kind of. It is a little his like face looks horrific. It's like it's very Evil Dead. Yeah, like you could tell like yes. this is the guy who did evil, evil Dead. Yes. But like, but like how that works in like the army of darkness, the the grotesqueness and the humor. It's because of that act. Wait, I don't know. He was uh, the main Bruce, act. Oh, Bruce Campbell he just could do it better. He well, could be the grotesque, like rah, 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 thing, but and being actually funny be about funny. it. But still being like, Jesus, look at that thing. Like, <laughs> well, here's the here's the thing. Sam Raimi wanted Bruce Campbell to be the star of this see, movie. See, I think that would have been way better. But this fucking studio. No, was like we can't have Bruce Campbell carry this movie because I guess they had a real dislike of him from watching the Evil Dead movies and like he's not an actor, that's sad. which is really horrible. But Bruce Campbell does appear at the very end of this movie. Yeah, he does. I wonder how he got him in that cameo. So yeah, he's my friend. And he's I like, bet. okay, he's, he doesn't have to say any lines. But it's just like ugh. it's very yeah. I definitely could see Bruce Campbell. Being better, making this a more fun movie. Yeah, if making you're it more go. in line with the tone. Yeah, Liam Neeson's just too serious. He's yeah, but I like how melodramatic he gets. But it's like in a bad movie way. I think it's it lends to the kind of weird tone that this movie has that I kind of like. <sighs> but I also think it is a flaw. It's just like it is a flaw. You really film. think about how good this movie could have been. It could it's be better. And I really do want to see a remake now that I think about it. I think it probably could make... Like, yeah. who'd play the remake? I don't know. Would you want to no. make it more fun? No, I want to make it darker. Hmm. More serious. It doesn't even necessarily have to be dark, because the movie was dark enough. Just make it more serious. Take out the chuckle moments. Don't make it look so cheesy and terrible. Yeah. With Take nowadays technology... <laughs> With nowadays CGI and like practical effects and the advancements they've made, they can make it better. It would end up being like the RoboCop remake. It doesn't necessarily have to be that. Well, you get a good director behind it, a good writer. I would want that, but I can't predict those things. But 
I would just like to see the chance to get a remake for it. Because I don't think you should just be like, there's a bad remake, so we should well, make any remakes. Sam Raimi has produced there's been a hand. There's always been a handful of good remakes. Sam Raimi produced a remake of The Evil Dead. Yeah, people really like that. They say I was, wish it would have continued and like we got a remake of the Army of Darkness and everything too, like the whole series. But, but I don't awesome. know. They're trying to take things more seriously. Yeah, the they movie. were. It was more horror. Horror. So it's like, eh. But that's why, like, I wouldn't. I don't want to see this go cheesy because then it's just gonna be Deadpool. I don't want it to be. It's just gonna be a either. zombie Deadpool. Yeah, I don't want it to be cheesy. Either. And we're already gonna be, get more Deadpool as characters in coming future. It would be kind of cool to get like a a serious remake of this. Not ha- don't have it be too expensive. I, I was gonna say like, God, who could play him though? Like, who's a good, look, look like a good scientist and then could be also like a badass zombie? Hmm, that's interesting. I could see this being produced by the people who did like that Invisible Man movie, Blumhouse, <gasps> Loki. Tom Hiddleston. I think he'd be good. Because it doesn't necessarily have to be this big, giant, muscular man. He's a zon- they could They could build on his lore so he actually has strength for some reason or some shit. Like he's a zombie he, or some shit. He would, And he would still kind of bring like a gravitas to it the way that Liam Neeson tried to do with this. Yeah, like almost like maybe the, instead of having to make the skin every single time... He's able to like write like instead like they invent like the perfect version like oh you just got to do it and then you can change your skin at will and all this shit and that's when they get attacked and he gets the only vial left of that shit and he puts it on and he's able to morph into different people. Oh yeah, I, I did. I forgot to explain like uh, the thing with the the skin was or I think I did say it that uh, the skin only works in the dark. You didn't say that part. You said it dies in the sunlight. But yeah, it works. But then it just works in the sunlight And then sunlight they abandon anywhere. that completely. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah, it just works in the sunlight. He's just in the fairs. Like, la, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. The that, only the thing they keep scene. is like, it only lasts for 100 minutes. It's like, yeah, but it only lasts 100 minutes in the dark. Dark. Like, that was going to I was like, oh, that's a cool premise. Like, it's going to be like, he's going to be hunting them from the darkness. He's going to have to work around. That's why he's called dark man but no he's always killing them from the sunlight and like yeah he's in broad daylight half the time (laughs) he has that there's that funny action scene where he's hanging from the helicopter that's a cool scene honestly because they actually did dangle a guy from a helicopter i guess your ten thousand dollars is spent well but (laughs) the only funny scene where it's like the cheesiness worked was the blue bun or the pink bunny scene oh the, the elephant the pink elephant there's a scene where he goes up to, like, they're at a carnival. There's, like, a shoot the targets and win a prize thing. He shoots the targets, and the guy goes, like, not doesn't count for some fucking reason. You, you not doesn't count. Yeah, you're, you're, you're not over the front line. Of, yeah. You went over the line. He's like, I'm not over the line. He's like, I saw it. I was not, standing right here with my girlfriend. Yeah, I was standing right here with my girlfriend. And she's like, it's okay. We can just go. He's like, no. <laughs> He's like, oh, I want the pink elephant. And then it's like going into this weird, like, trippy, like, fire hell sequence. Like, <laughs> and it's showing all the freaks like, and stuff. Like, where the scene where, like, if he had been, like, actually, like, when he was floating dead, like, kind of, like, all burned and shit. If, like, the demon Malfesto or some shit came to him and was like, I will give you a deal. Like, then, like, that'd be cr- Like, like he's getting spawn. the rage of, like, the demon. Like, <laughs> but no, it's like his inner rage. And it's yeah, like and then this he sort just, of, like, The guy, comic- like, pokes him, like, hey, buddy. And then, like, he just Get out of here, his you rubber freak. fingers. And just, <laughs> and just <laughs> back, and the guy's like, ah! And then and there's the close-ups of everybody screaming. And the girlfriend's like, ah! It's like and a cheesy like, horror ah, movie. Give me the fucking big body, elephant! And he just grabs the guy and throws him through the wall with his superhuman strength that he has. <laughs> yeah. And he takes the. And then he grabs elephant. it. Yeah, he just grabs it. And he shoves it. Take the fucking elephant! Take the like, fucking I don't want it. Take the fucking elephant! And you're like, what the fucking time? And then his face starts bubbling. He's like, oh, don't look at me. And then he just, I'm sorry. And then he just runs away and she lightly jogs behind him. <laughs> and the whole time, and he's just like, no. And he doesn't notice that he's, he's crying. He's like, oh. And he, yeah, and he's just like not trying to sneak away at all. And like, he doesn't realize that she's following him the whole time. And then she just comes in there like, where are you? He's like, I'm ugly. It's just like, okay, fan of the opera. We got it. This is the fan of the opera scene right here. <laughs> when he reveals himself and she's like, oh. <laughs> well, you were going to... F- and it does kind of make her shallow because she's like, well, you were inventing new skin, right? And you're not going to be this horrible and ugly and grotesque forever, right? Like she can't see past like... 
So it's immediately like, ugh. yeah. It's not even like she like she gets like barely kidnapped, and it's just like I don't know. Such she kind of does. Bad movie. It's not a bad movie, but and it's... then the twist is like, okay. He he kind of revealed in the beginning. It's like he said like the real estate guy sent his thugs, but in reality, or in the beginning, you think that the real estate is against the thugs. Because yeah. he warns her, like, there's some bad people that we're kind of in conflict with over these properties. You th- like, because it almost makes it seem like the head thug is trying to get the property and the real estate guy is trying to get the property. Right. But you d- then it links, like, oh, he's getting the real estate for the real estate guy. Then they link they link that, but it's, like, just revealed kind of like, oh. I mean, it's obvious from the beginning anyway, because the guy's like, oh, I'm evil in real estate. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, I got a big head. That guy's corny. Yeah, his whole thing is, I got a big head. Like he's just that guy, that character like, in every. He's 90, got big teeth. Every eighties, nineties, early nineties movies had to have the big uh, money's all that matters. Development. Yeah, it's bad, <laughs> or it's good. <laughs> like, like, well, the movie's basically the same. And then, like the beginning scene where like you set up like how badass the fucking villain is, and he's got like seven guys, and he's able to kill seventy five men with one gun. Like yeah, one guy's one gun leg, gun, and none of his men die. None of them die. Not one. There's seventy guys shooting into the crowd. They have one guy with a leg gun just mowing them down like they're fucking paperweights. You're like, what the fuck? They're driving around in cars with Uzis, and like, and they still can't hit any of them. It's hilarious. But the one, the one main villain is just going headshot. 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 <laughs> but it doesn't, like, he never uses the gun again, so it's not like, why are you good with everything? Because you're the villain? Like, Well, yeah, you gotta establish how bad he is. And then he chops finger, the guy's fingers off. Yeah, and he keeps one of them. He's a weirdo. He's, got a, he's a bad guy. Crazy At first, I guy. thought, like, okay, that's pretty badass. He's gonna, like, leave him as an example. Like, you know you got hit, you know someone got hit by that guy because he has no fingers on his hand. Like, one hand or maybe even both. But no, he just he just kills the guy right afterwards anyway, and then like keeps his finger. Like, you're weird. And then like, how are they preserved? He has a whole collection of perfectly preserved and one female ring of finger. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's kind of freaky. And he's gay. Well, they never explicitly that makes him say more that. evil. Ooh, they didn't explicitly say that, but they, yeah. they did. They coded it. He loves the one dude over and he has yeah. a crush on the one dude. Rick, who's Sam Raimi's brother, Ted it's like, Raimi. It's like, why? Why that guy is so ugly? Ted Raimi is a pretty goofy looking He's guy. He's no pretty Jerry Leto. No. Yeah. That's Dark Man. <laughs> it's a fucking... There's not really much to say about it. It's I haven't, a- like, I have not... This is an interesting episode I think because this is not a movie I've seen what it's okay fondling yourself what it looks like he's just like fondling himself I'm scratching an itch near my leg okay oh his third leg but (laughs) yeah okay whatever what were you saying way to derail that but (laughs) um it was distracting me (laughs) fuck well, yeah, this is a movie that I haven't seen since I was like a teenager. So, and you liked it back then? I did. I enjoyed it. I saw it like this is probably like my maybe like third or fourth time watching it cuz I saw it when I was probably like 12 years old, you know, during that that period of time where I was just watching movie after movie after movie every day. Movie, yeah. movie, movie. You were the movie guy. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, I saw this, like, there was, like, an action figure that they made for it. <laughs> and I thought, Really? Looked, yeah. They tried to cater to kids. No, it was one that was made, like, for collectors? years later, yeah. It was, oh, like, this, cool. like, cult movie line thing. And it looked, like, it looked cool because he, like, got his trench coat and everything and his hat. And, you know, he's all bandaged up. He looked cool. And then I watched the movie, and I was a little like, "Huh, he doesn't look anything like it." Was that. goofier than I thought it was. And why does his be? trench coat keep going dirty and then clean and then dirty? And he then keeps clean. getting a new one. Yeah, he keeps getting a new one, but then it's like trashed within like one scene of him walking. 
I don't, I don't and know. Where does he keep getting them? I don't know. He keeps stealing them from somewhere. He keeps finding it. How like, many people had trench coats even in the 90s? He, he keeps going behind a Burlington uh, coat factory. And, and just stealing all, all the all thrown the, out <laughs> yeah. trench coats. Uh-huh. And then even his second lab gets blown up. It's like, can he have anything? I know. And it's funny how he just like manages to make his blown up lab just work again. Yeah, he just salvages it. Works, a and it works better than his original lab. Yeah, it's like, what? You had an assistant in a perfectly working lab before, but I guess the argument's like, well, when you're giving less to the ingenuity of the human brain. No, he takes a couple like trash cans from his blown up uh, office, hooks them together with some wires, and he's just like, Everything, boom, it works. It's perfect. Everything's fine. He can still print out his 3D skin. And and it's perfect, and he can do all the holograms, and he can do all the research, he can do everything. It's connected to the whatever web, internet thing yeah, they have like, going on. Yeah, it's like, huh? Yeah, it's perfect electricity. No one notices that he turned an entire warehouse of electricity back on. <laughs> the electricity <laughs> company totally wouldn't be like, what the fuck's going on over here? Like, Some homeless guy got into the wire again, and they send the police. Well, I mean, you can't overthink this movie it is that I will, because guess who overthinks fucking sorority wars? And who overthinks uh, just just one of the guys? Lee the Cladic Paddock Man. Those movies you're always like, but why would they? But then why is the love? Okay, fine. And, then, and then the dark man? Oh, you can't think about it hard. Okay, fine. Fine. You didn't like it, so you're thinking about all the dumb things that don't make sense. And I didn't like those movies, so I'm thinking about all the dumb things that don't make sense. No, but I just think it's... Uh, no, my main problem is that, like, whenever you criticize those movies, those was your main points. was like, oh, it doesn't make sense. Why are things just happening? Because there's nothing interesting me. There wasn't anything interesting you in this movie. But all so the it, same... Your mind wanders. And you start thinking about these dumbass things. Yeah, possible. I got you with logic. I don't know got how em. you would think. Got him, folks. I just don't got know em. how you're okay with this cheesiness, but you're not okay with my cheesiness. Because this has like violence and action, and this movie. Well, <laughs> are we ever? Are we even gonna do that segment? What's it called? Questions. Questions is that is that a segment that we do on this? Show? Questions for Lee? Is it? Might be. Is it time? Is it questions? Ford? Questions for Lee. Questions? All right, Lee, questions for Lee. Lee just forced it upon me, thinking I forgot about it. I didn't forget about questions for Lee. You were talking. (laughs) Yeah, but I didn't want to, like, ruin any of the answers or questions that you had for me. Well, I already got the one. I obviously want to know, when did you see this movie? Quotes. Yeah, I saw it when I was Which pretty is young. Weird, but I get it. Like you said, you were watching tons of movies. This totally seems like it'd be a movie that's like shown on HBO seventy five thousand times. And I at wanted like two a.m. Did you ever get the toy? No. <laughs> you should buy it now. That now that you have grown up money, it's super. You can ex- buy grown up things. It's like two hundred dollars now. It's like twelve years ago. All right, bro. We'll buy the Popo figure when it comes out. Um, there will never be a Funko Pop figure for this. <laughs> There should Maybe. be. They make Funko Pops of everything. We'll see. If they ever remake it. I bet it, there is. If they remake it, who knows? I guarantee they have made a Pumpo Funko of this, but it was like a limited release of 15. He's trying to say Funko Pop. Yeah, but I like folks. to say things wrong, and then it just sticks in my brain forever that way. So, Pumpo Funko. Um, yep. Which I do now collect, everybody. It's not. It's a problem. and I don't have these problems. I don't like know how you don't everybody. I mean, I have a lot of books and like okay, everybody. I think we've said it before, but we work at a Barnes and Noble, so it's just discounts, all discounts, discounts, and it's all the shit you would want to collect if you're a nerd: books, manga, graphic novels, Papa Funkos, figurines, movies, movies, Blu-rays, DVDs, steelbooks. uh, Trendy shit, random shit you wouldn't even think about. Fucking Jurassic Park chess sets. (laughs) Yeah. Board D&D. games out the yin yang, D and D shit, and it's just like, I don't know how. Like Lee, yeah, Lee buys a lot of books and movies, but like, I don't know how you just ignore all the Papa Funkos because there must have been some they, you've seen. Honestly, I don't 
I think they look stupid. Ugh. Yeah. It just it it, show, it it matches character though because you don't like fluffy cute things and Papo Funkos are kind of like the cutified versions of everything. Yeah, and Lee's Think, like that's terrible. How could you take Jason and make him all cute? Or the fucking characters from Jaws. Yeah, they, they made go, those. Mm-hmm. The shark. The shark looks stupid as fuck. <laughs> it's cute though. No, it's no. Not. All the Game of Thrones characters, horrible Xerxes who like murders and rapes. Cersei, yeah. Uh, who orders the rape and murder of many people. It's just like, I'm a little thing and I'm chibi bobby boop. All right, this was a huge tangent. But. Yeah, I never got that toy. But I was thinking because you had bought the Blu-ray recently, so I was just thinking of like buying shit at Barnes & Noble. Well, That's the only could... reason he fucking even, we said earlier, this is the only reason Lee even showed this movie is because he bought it recently. Cause it, yeah. There's no way this would have entered his zeitgeist unless he had just, you'd seen like maybe a YouTuber mention it for some reason on some obscure list or bought the DVD because there's, no, I way, just was there's no way this is one of your favorite movies. No, it's not. I could see being like something you like. I enjoy it. Like how like Sorority Wars is a movie, a romance movie I like, but it's definitely not one of my favorite romance movies. Because how favorite movies? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, this is definitely not like in my top ten favorite films of all time. No, not like the movie I'm going to show him next week. But I'll let you know in a little bit what that is. Ooh, for me anyway. Scoop. Um, it's a good segue. Well, we have because we just ranted so much and like back and forth about it. Like there aren't a lot of questions. Well, I guess I could just ask the good old ones. Like, I am curious about this. What's your favorite part? Because I already said what my favorite part was, which was like the villain dude. And okay. then, and it's, I like him. Not saying much, but <laughs> what's your favorite part? Like, I well, you keep mentioning you really love the melodrama of Liam Neeson's uh, performance. I do like that. I like. I kind of like the the weird tone that this movie has because it does sort of remind me of like the evil dead movies. I like that early, his Sam Raimi's like early style. Why? Every time Liam Neeson like is on screen. Well, I do like when we were talking about it, like thinking about Bruce Campbell being in the, the lead and doing his sort of army of darkness thing, or even his evil dead Two Yeah. Shtick, that kind of makes me, Lament, a more fun and yeah, I think he would movie that would have matched the tone. He would have wore the makeup better. He would have been. He would have matched the darker tone better. Well, I don't know. Darker comedy tone. Yes, it would have been because he's good in dark humor. It would have. Been, it would have almost been like his performance in Army of Darkness when he's the evil. Yes, Ash. that's the thing I like. Basically, he kind of has a burnt up. Yeah, face he looks disgusting. That. Yeah, but you're like still like he's hilarious. But it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Which is that if that's what you're going for, then that's what they should have done. If you're trying to go more horror, then maybe tell Liam Neeson think, to go more serious. I think And I think well, Liam Neeson could have pulled off a serious dark man. He could have, yeah. But he tried to be the funny dark man. He kind of was trying to funny. He's kind of doing like a little bit of both. The only time Liam Neeson's funny in a comedy role is when he's being serious and it's out of place. And yeah. that's the whole funny thing. Like one day when I show you a million day, ways to die in what million ways to die in the West, he's the villain in that. But it's funny because he's so serious in this dumbass movie. Of course, yeah. Um, but if he's just going around going, it's just like Liam Neeson. Your face doesn't match what's happening. Yeah, when he's like dancing, around, look at the dancing feet. Yeah, you're just like okay, man. Like. Uh, he could have done that scene, but like I said, serious. Like, why? They've taken everything. And just screaming and like crying and like making it more real. Well, but you know, he, going, up, 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 he breaks down and he's but like, it's oh, like, keep it together. Keep it together. <laughs> fucking, oh, you know who'd be a great dark man? Fucking the guy who played Joker. In which version? The, fir- the re- most recent Joker, obviously. Joaquin Phoenix? I think he'd be a good dark man. He wouldn't if you're going to be the weird humor ass like the Liam Neeson one, I think he could pull off the like, because he's so the, weird and creepy. He was just a kid back then. Okay, but I mean now if they make a remake of it. They probably, he probably He's old enough it. to do it now. He probably wouldn't do it though. It took a lot of convincing for him to be Joker. 
Well, fucking no. I don't know if it would take a lot of convincing because this movie is so weird, so obscure. And if you're like, we're gonna go the really weird, obscure. Like we want you to do the Liam Neeson version, kind of. <laughs> like the but like do it like your way. Like I don't know. I think he'd be kind of like intrigued. I mean, I would definitely be up for it, but you could see it though, can't you? I can. Him, yeah, like I said, the other guy. But I don't know if he wants to be typecast as like that. Like I'm the typecast. weird villain guy now. I mean, he's not even a villain. I guess he's more of but a... But this wouldn't be connected to any universes. This is no. a one and done. Dark Man. Yeah. There's no universe. Although there. there are two sequels to this movie that went straight to video. Without Liam Neeson's. Yeah. Which makes, that's the only thing that interests me. Yeah. I want to see how the other people pull off Dark Man. You know who plays... Dark Man in both of these movies. So they they get one guy to plays both. Time. Okay, who? It's the guy who would eventually play Emotep in the Brendan Fraser mon- Mummy movies. Really? Yeah, the Mummy himself. It's weird. Yeah. It doesn't. See, it just, I don't see it. They had to get somebody. <laughs> and then they replaced the wife or girlfriend or fiance. I don't or even the fuck think she she's is. a character in the She's other abandoned two. him? Probably. Well, what's he abandons he her, remember? And what's he doing? He's just fighting crime now. I guess in the but third why? one. I think the third one, uh, Robert Durant comes back. Just get revenge and then kill yourself. I know there didn't need to be sequels, but I guess the the you're a horrible grotesque monster with mental problems. This, I would just kill myself. The fun funny thing about this movie is PSA, that don't kill yourself. Funny thing about this movie is that uh, it was a surprisingly decent hit at the box office. Disappointing to hear. <laughs> Why? Because I wanted it to be a mega flop. Nope. It's surprising that it wasn't a flop because apparently it got really bad test screenings. Uh, and some people were saying it was the worst movie they'd ever seen during these screenings. Put your threes up. I agree. Oh, God. Go to one concert. <laughs> Two. Yeah, whatever. Um, and, uh, yeah, this movie, I think it was sort of uh, edited in a way that Sam Raimi didn't like it. There was some, pr- there was some problems. And Sam Raimi's not a super proud of this movie, I guess. Well, before you get into that, let's uh, let me... Did you say what your favorite thing was? No, I didn't even really say it. Okay, well, say what your favorite thing is because it sounds like you're going into what your least favorite thing is. Let's go. What's your favorite thing first? My favorite aspect. Aspect or any, yeah, of this movie. I think it's, even though Sam Raimi's not a fan of the editing of this movie or it's not edited the way that he wanted it to be, I think the pacing of this movie is pretty good. It doesn't stop. Once it gets going... It really doesn't slow down. No. I think it's... I don't like, really. I mean, if you don't like it, I think... I think if you don't like it, you know, you're kind of just like... You'd like a break. Really? From the cringe and the cheesiness. I don't know. It's like... It's constantly just throwing shit at you. I guess it's good because you're distracted the whole time, so then you're just like, oh, it's over, thank God. It's just constantly throwing shit at you, and I think the, the action is fun. The low budget <laughs> kind of B movie action. Uh, I don't feel pain, but like I'd still die if I was shot. Even if, even though you can't feel pain, you'll still die from bleeding out. Yes, yes, yes. Bones will still be broken. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's and dumb. it sometimes it's seems like he movie. felt pain. Like when he's getting <laughs> kicked in the face over and over, it seemed like he was like, "Ow, oh!" <laughs> it didn't seem like that didn't hurt. And, like, how are they not kicking off what's left of your skin? Like, how are I, you not just dead from infection? He's one the rage giant, is keeping alive. His body is just one. <laughs> his body is one big wound. Yeah, it is. It's gross. He never scabs over. It's horrible. <laughs> the bandages probably stick to him. He has to peel him. <laughs> That'd be a gross scene to have to see, him taking the bandages off. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> it's funny. The only part of them that's like still normal is just, and it's so funny. Just somehow, just above the eye isn't burned. His forehead and his no, he still has eyes. Yeah, because they're like, oh, we can't make him blind. He wouldn't but be able like to do it. His nose and his mouth burned off, so he inhaled the fire and smoke, which would have incinerated his lungs. But okay. All right, Mister Scientist Man. Thank you for that physics lesson. You've gotten it. 
So your favorite part is the editing? I or chemistry the, lesson, I'm sorry. <laughs> I get I mean, I, well, you know, that's, a, that's your favorite part in a lot of movies. I would say the pacing and I like and then tone. It's like something also. I don't notice ever. And tone. Yeah, it's just funny that like something that's like you've said that multiple times that you like the editing of a movie or, or the tone. Or the tone. But even for my movies, it'll be sometimes you just like the editing of my movie. But like it's something like I never notice. It's a lot something you know, it's the most important aspect of a movie, and I think most average movie watchers just don't really pay attention to it. Yeah, because on average, it's done decently. Because you're not going to make a movie that's worth more than $10 million and not have at least okay editing. Now, things slip through the cracks, obviously. But most, for the most part, they're edited okay. Because you have big-ass budgets behind them. You know what my favorite scene in this movie is, though? What? I thought it was the it's, pink elephant. It is, yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, that's what yeah. I would think. That's yeah, 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 yeah. It's that's just like that's the, my favorite scene too. It's just the goofiest, most, most cartoony thing. I like the it scene feels like a Tim Burton movie. I also really like the scene where he gets blown up into the sky and it zooms in on his face. And he's like, ah, <laughs> it's cheesy. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's funny. This ragdoll body. <laughs> if you with that, like, there's so many parts of that where he'd be dead already. They dipped his face in the acid. He didn't gulp down the acid. No. He was electrocuted. His skin ah, was burning like, yeah, off. Yeah, if your skin burns off, like, you're getting electrocuted so bad to the point where your skin is like burning a, like off. 3,000 volts. dead. That's, no, your heart's done. gone. Your heart would explode. He, gul- he would have gulped down acid. He would have bur- electrocuted himself to death. He was f- burned to death. He, he was flung up so high when he hit the water, it would have been like hitting concrete. He would have smashed every bone on concrete. Then he's just, all his nerves are rendered. He gets shot, stabbed, nothing. And it's like, okay, but is he dead or alive? Irritating. It's funny. Well, Lee, (laughs) let's get to it so I can at least agree with you something. What's your least favorite part of this movie? Wow. Um, Yeah, I do think that the tone does kind of doesn't work a lot like of the time. Yeah. It can be both. It's weird, but okay. <laughs> but I really do think that there are like yeah, tonal issues. Like it gets really goofy in some aspects and then it's like really melodramatically serious. And it's trying to be like a comic book thing, but it's also trying to be like a universal horror movie. Mm-hmm. Like this was It's like I didn't know what movie it wanted to be. This was Sam Raimi's attempt, because he he really wanted to do he wanted to make a Batman movie. Oh God, thank but, God they uh, didn't do that. Wasn't able to get the rights, and Warner Brothers ended up uh, doing it with Tim Burton. Much better. It's a good film. Yeah, and I actually really liked the 1989 <laughs> Batman movie a lot. It's childhood favorite, I would say. Yeah, it's a good one. I think it would much better than what it, he would have made. Clearly, it shows that well, he's not really hey, good at making superhero movies. Are you saying that the Spider-Man movies aren't good? The Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies aren't good? Okay, I guess he got older. And maybe the studio was like, no. <laughs> maybe the studio was more on top of him this time. Probably. You mean I can't make Spider-Man just like cut himself? No. Yeah, there's some goofy, weird you can't, aspects. can like, turn into in a weird movies. spider monster with eight legs? No! It's that's Spider-Man, that's it! Oh. But no. then they're like, "Well, let okay, we'll let you have the Green Goblin." And he's like, "Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna make the Green Goblin fucked up." <laughs> like, he's, he's goofy in that movie. He is, but he's like that goofy fucked up that he's famous for. That Evil Dead kind. Of, yeah, yeah. He literally drops this disintegrating grenade and like incinerates twenty people in like a go. Like, yeah. Ah, and they're just fucking gone. And there's and that. You're like, this is a superhero movie, and I'm eleven. <laughs> like, and there's that part where he's in the burning building and he's like screaming like an old lady. And, and the way he dies, even. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. Well, I like, like I like Sam Raimi. I like the tone that he has in his movies. He can usually balance it better. Talking about that, everybody, super hyped up for the new Super uh, Spider-Man movie. Woo! Say so there might be like four different universes. Yeah. Whatever. Like, <sighs> Leave down in the comments how angry you are at Lee right now. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, just like it 
it doesn't know what it wants to be. Yeah, I think that's a good way of describing it. Um, and I do think that while I do like Liam Neeson in this movie, and I like his kind of, you know, you like it because it's so cheesy and bad. Not that it's, I don't think it's bad. I think I you just, just think can't admit cheesy. that you. I just don't think you can admit that to yourself that it's bad. But it's bad. Like I if can this see was how like people can think that it's bad. It's not even a very good performance of cheesy. It's like he was like not good at doing it because he's not. He's not a good actor. That he's not good at acting that way. He's too. His, his voice is too. And his face is too. He's just look. He looked forty five and he was only like twenty nine there. Yeah, he always has looked. He's always looked 45 years old, (laughs) which is paid off now because he's 67 and he looks 45 still. But, well, he looks like 55 now. But he aged, like, it's, like, weird. He aged way early but then stopped for a long time. So he looked 45 all in his 50s and part of his 60s, and now he still looks 50. So it's like, okay, now you look young. But, like, then it's just, it's just. And then she looked too old for the movie too. It's like she didn't match. She didn't match the. She wasn't a good hair, hair like a bimbo or whatever. She didn't match. She's too good of an actress to be the like. Oh no, no, help me! Oh my god, no! You should have got a fucking twenty-two yeah. year old blonde girl going ah, if that's what you fucking wanted. I don't. I don't know. Well, no, because uh, Sam Raimi is uh, was actually I think friends with. Francis McDormand. Well, stop putting just your friends in things because they're your friends. It doesn't always work out. They lived with each other. Oh, well, they fucked then. No, they didn't. Oh, uh, it was, okay. it, they lived. It, I think it was Sam Raimi and his brother lived with okay. the Cohen brothers. Oh, and her? Oh. And Holly Hunter. Oh. They all shared a room together or whatever, an apartment. Oh. I wonder what Harvey Weinstein's story she's got going on. She's married. Frances McDormand is now married okay, to Okay, how Cohen many brothers. Harvey Weinstein victims were married after the Harvey Weinstein victim or while it was happening? Marriage doesn't protect you. I'm done. <laughs> Lee up. can't let it get can't let his mentors get sullied. Mentors? I don't know. <laughs> People heroes. you look up to heroes. Idols. Yeah. Director heroes and idols. Yes. <laughs> Even though they're all like high five and Weinstein. Woo! <laughs> they Not all now. knew each other. But okay, that's a different rant. <laughs> they all knew each other. <laughs> wow. Just think that Steven Spielberg was probably just like, maybe Gosh. didn't participate, but was like, mom's the word. And then it looked at one of his interns and was like, hmm. <laughs> I don't want to think that. Kelly, can you come into the, my office for a minute? I don't want to think that. She comes out. <laughs> He's like, hmm, I'm going to regret that. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry, bad rant. Lee's very upset now. Let's get him back on. Dark Man's good. It's fine. <laughs> no, it's... All right, so yeah. what's your final rating for this movie? And okay. then we'll get into mine. Well... Watching this movie again was definitely a, was an interesting experience. I was kind of laughing through most of it. You were. I was laughing at it. I would laugh too, but I was laughing and like this is terrible. Right. Uh, you th- you would think this would be a BMI movie. Yes. I don't. I, I thought you were gonna come to terms with that by the end. I don't want to go that far. Because I do like aspects of this movie. Because I really do like that sort of Evil Dead sort of just whoosh, whoosh, yes, whoosh, but like It style. wasn't pulled off well. There are parts of it that were and there are parts of it that weren't. And Maybe again, like it didn't, the whole thing. it didn't know what it wanted to be. Like the whole universal monster thing mixed with this Batman type superhero pulp thing doesn't really work. Yeah, because like, did he have money? No, he stole money from the the, the villain because he was just some poor, dumb scientist in an apartment roof building. And it's just like there's a lot of things that are just like a little too wacky. It's like, who would he work for? Who was he? Someone would have gave him grant money to do that. You think they wouldn't have investigated? Like, why was the lab that I was funding just blown the fuck up? <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's lots of things that if you overthink it. 
It falls apart. Oh, if you try to think anything about it. Like, it's not just overthinking. These are basic concepts. I mean, okay, that's another flaw. Is that, yeah, there's a lot of things that just don't add up. You're just like... I didn't and yeah, they, they they break like the core like rule that not rule but thing that they established right in the beginning where like it's supposed to work only in the dark, but he's in broad daylight most of the time. <laughs> You're like, what's His happened? name's Dark Man. <laughs> he doesn't kill anybody. He kills one guy in the dark. <laughs> yeah, in the sewers, and it's kind of a cool scene. It is. It's like the more like sp- like cool murder scene but and that guy deserved it and everything but so then you set the tone like oh he's gonna get them all like this and it's like nope and it's cool like oh yeah to set them up so then they die thinking like wait no please i'm not the one who did oh but it's like still like yeah but wouldn't you rather bash that fat guy's head in over and over and over and then made him like get squished by a car or some shit or electrocuted him to death or some shit oh uh, yeah maybe that's why a remake would be cool too give villains more satisfying deaths or make it so the villain the main villain cared about killing his gang more he didn't give a shit about killing any of his gang members it didn't feel like betrayals him he was just like you stole my money fuckface i expected this boom then why'd you let him take the fucking money <laughs> like if you were just like so immediately like he stole it have a good trip <laughs> and he, he threw him out the window yeah and that's such a like a punisher the pun the uh, the, the, the oh yeah it's punisher a little bit like the punisher yeah where he but that that was the punisher it was done well Punisher is a decent movie. The least his revenge part. There's obviously cheesy parts of that, but like the revenge of the Punisher, the fact that he made him kill his own best friend, then kill his wife, and then reveals it to him in the end, like, you didn't need to do that, dumb fuck. They didn't do anything. <laughs> you Remember how you were holding your wife while scre- she screamed, please don't do this, and then you looked at her dead body? You didn't need to do that. <laughs> right. You know how you shot your best friend in the back of the head or beat him over the head with a hammer? <laughs> and while he begged you not to, you didn't have to do that. I don't know. It was like That's done well. Yeah, there's no, like, real, like, twists in this movie. No, it's all the, very the, straight. The one twist in this movie is really obvious, that the real estate guy yeah. is the bad guy. You meet uh, 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 his giant bald My name's head. Strack. Yeah, he just, oh, <laughs> I'm evil. <laughs> Look at my big teeth. Yeah. I'm from New York, even though we're in L.A. And I slick back my hair with a thousand gallons of oil. I killed my wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and now I'm trying to fuck my 40 year old fucking assistant or some but shit. Attorney. Like, or whatever. attorney. She's like one of the attorneys. And then she's like, I don't know. Just, yeah. And then, like, she starts dating him like a week after Dark Man's blown up. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Mr. West. Or did yeah. they, they should have established maybe he was in that burning area, like that burning treatment place for like a few weeks or months or something. But, like, it's like literally like, the funeral happens and then, like, it's, he's just like. It's like a day later. <laughs> and she's like, oh, well, I just kind of miss him sometimes. <laughs> like, it's like, what the fuck, man? Like, yeah, and then he's creepily watching her from the cemetery. That scene was creepy because he looks so pale now with his fake skin because they're trying to make it still look kind of fake. And her reaction is like, oh, oh, no, no, this can't be you. No. He's like, oh, I was lost away. And then like his explanation is like, I'm just, I got to go to therapy. (laughs) And I can't let you see the facility. Bye. (laughs) He he doesn't have a car, a scooter, or anything cool. This is how he gets around town, running. (laughs) Is he super fast? Nah. He a can, woman can, a, a middle-aged woman can just keep up behind him pretty easily. He just jogs And they won't, he won't even notice. He's supposed to be sneaky. He doesn't notice nobody. He cries a lot. He's, it's the, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and it's like, what do you think was going to happen? Why did he reveal himself? He should have never revealed himself to her. At least until way later in the movie. But they start dating again. It's so weird. It's like, what do you think? What's going to happen? Did you just, Is your penis even there anymore? Okay, now we're getting... Now we're going too far. How can he poop? Okay, we're going too far now. These are the questions you need to ask. (laughs) How can he come and how can he poop? Can he still? That's what I wanted to know. That was my biggest gripe. How can he come and how can he poop? Can he still? The questions... Oh. If there was a question for Sterling, that'd be my questions. Um. <laughs> so, okay, fine. Yeah, what's your final rating? I think, I think I'm going to give this a 6 out of 10. It's lower than I thought, so it's happy. Yeah. But it I makes mean, sense. 
Because I can't see you giving it like less than a five. Like I don't think like, any of us can give our own movie less than five. What? Or less than six. Like if we show a movie, we have to think it's at least a six. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be weird Above to like show my own movie unless it was a movie you saw so long ago and you just like see it now and you're like, oh crap. <laughs> It's not good. This is a pile of shit, <laughs> which might happen in the future. Of one of our, there's been movies that I thought I liked more. I still liked them, but I was like, oh, I don't like this as much as I thought I did. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which and is where the six is coming to hand. Yeah. That's why. Um. Yeah. This is a one of those cases for me. All right. Well, my final thoughts. You already know my thoughts. Terrible movie. Um. But yes, there's some stuff. No. Um, I don't know. I just can't. I just, go from the heart. I don't. I can't because Lee doesn't open the heart for my movies, and it just every time I see it's it's rare to happen. I will give it. I'm much more cheesy. I show much more cheese and like fucking cuffly fluff fluff than he does. Yeah, this is a. I would describe when he occasionally this movie shows, as a B movie. When he occasionally shows me fluff, I just go like, but what about my fluff? I wouldn't say this is fluff. It's like your kind of fluff. It's a B movie. I like B movies. I do too, but mine are lower than yours for some reason. Because they're romance and there's love, but that's the thing. You hate romance and I hate weird. I wouldn't even call those B movies though. They're just cheesy. See, I don't even get. They're just lifetime. I can't even be called B movie. I can't even get the title of B movie. Nope. Yeah, that's what B movies used to be. Were TV movies, but whatever. No, so that's good that your high budget movie was a fucking TV movie. Good, yeah. cr- good. It's uh, not what B movie. Thing to say about your movie. I don't know what the fuck it's anymore. I fucking hate you. No. Just okay. Whatever. Two. You know this movie gets a two. I don't like it. I really disliked it. No, I'll give it a three because I don't hate it like a horror movie. God damn it! I'll give it a four. I'll give it Jesus a four Christ. because I'm trying to think of like movies I really deserve twos that I've seen of views, and those are just like the really horror, like The Witch and shit. Those or deserve one or two. Yeah, I really hated those. This I hated, but I wasn't like dying watching. I was just like, I was probably like you during like the Duff, like just like oh god, she's fucking. Up. Or yeah. like the movie that I showed you the week before, just like you're just like oh, like Twilight. You're just like okay, <laughs> okay. I guess this is happening now. Like <laughs> that's a lot of what you say when you're just like, like we say to each other's movies. Like oh, I guess this is happening. But yeah, so I'll give it a four. I'll give it a four. I don't like it. I think it deserves a four. Um, but that's pretty much all we got to say. I think we did some good rants on this one because yeah, we both had like this was like episode. a movie that I got a little old man moments. It was an interesting episode because. It's an interesting. I don't movie. love this movie. Yeah, um, which is like I don't think that will ever happen. I'm never gonna purposely go into showing a movie that I might not like, but then I could see me showing up like a Lifetime movie or some kind of movie that I thought I liked and being like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, all right. Well, now it's time to tell you what we're watching next week, and you know. I'm super excited for this movie because this movie, oh man, it might, it is in, I, I told you before the podcast, it's in my top five, bro. I'm going to tell you it's in my top three. It's arguably my favorite movie. Did I said that already for a movie, didn't I? That yeah, movie I've shown Step you? Up, right? See, yeah, it's, it, it, yeah, Step Up, it's a competitor with Step Up. Step Up might be number one and then Selena, not Selena, Jesus Christ, I keep saying her name. Um, we're gonna show. I'm gonna show you Underworld. Um, Underworld, and I love this movie. It's one of my favorite movies. I saw Underworld two in theaters uh, with my grandma. Which we'll get more into detail. That was funny experience. But um, I found out just today. Lee hasn't seen them. Lee hasn't seen these movies. Um, so I'm like, oh shit, because I thought he had. Because it's like a movie Lee would probably see, and they were popular. Um, yeah, but whatever. I'm super excited to show it. I love them. And I hope you guys look forward to the next week. Watch them. If you haven't seen them before, so you can come into this podcast with us and kind of like, you're just going to show me all three of them these next three weeks. Well, I'm never showing you the third one. I don't like the third one at all. The fourth one is the one where they go back to the main plot line. I might show you that one. The third one's like a prequel. Oh yeah. Um, it doesn't mean like I don't like it. it. Doesn't even have the same actors. 
It's like, but it's like, it's, it makes you sympathetic for the lichens. And I don't give a fuck about the lichens. Um, they're the werewolves, right? Yeah, you you'll see. I like the first. I like the. I like Selena. I think she's one of the most badass fucking female characters in any kind of fucking movie. That's why she is. I love Kate Beckinsale. Wasted in Total Recall, the remake. Um, she could have played that character and it would have been badass, but like an evil version of it. Um, whatever. That's what we're watching next week. Watch it so you can follow along in the podcast next week. You know what time it is. Shameless plug time. Follow us also, follow us on our Instagram. It's not the worst movie ever pod. In our Instagram, you'll find uh, you'll find our TikTok, the name of our TikTok. Follow us on our TikTok. If you find us on TikTok, our, our Instagram's linked in that bio. On our Instagram bio, we also have our personal Instagrams linked. Follow us there for, you know, nothing. No, I'm just kidding. Just random content of our own personal lives. It's nothing, whatever. Uh, but in my, this is my super shameless plug because I'm Mr. Millennial Man. Um, you go to my bio, you're going to find my dog's TikTok and Instagram. You're going to find my, and you're going to also find my TikTok, which is a book review slash kind of turning into like a just nerdy review kind of uh, thing, channel, I guess, if you want to call it that. Um, but follow us on everything. You can find the podcast, whatever you're listening to. But if you're somehow listening to this with a friend and you're like, I don't want to listen to it on Spotify, like you can find us on iTunes. Uh, Sp- uh, you can find us on um, Virgil, fucking Podbean. You can find us on a bunch of things. Uh, just type in It's Not the Worst Movie or Podcast. But we hope you have mm-hmm. a great week. We hope you enjoyed this movie or you didn't. Whatever. That's the po- point of the podcast. Leave down in the comment what your thoughts on the movie was. What you would rate this movie. What you agree with us and what you don't agree with us. We'd love to find out some stuff. What you guys think about these movies we watch. Because we're just watching them and throwing them into the void. And we kind of just want to get the opinions of people. Um, But that's it. We hope you have a great week. Bye-bye. Godspeed, Spider-Man. Mwah.